0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now.
1: It's a Dapper Devil production. See. Glee, aggressive. Glee, Glee,
2: aggressive. Glee, aggressive. Glee, Glee, aggressive
1: all right hello everybody and welcome to i wanted to say like a very special like how they say it in after school specials ways but i didn't feel like it was going to come off wrong um it's an episode of sleep aggressive Aggressive. Uh, my name is karina stokes and my back is
3: aching my bras too tight my booty shaking from left to right i'm ian brodsky
1: oh my god ian congratulations
3: (laughs) thank you on being Ian Brodsky or everything else, everything. Uh, thank you, your support means everything. But this show isn't about me again. Um, yeah. So we, we have some very special guests. Um, one is a returning guest, and the other is actually brand new to our show. Though they both were on their own. We, I, I call all of their the own show. Started. They're on their own show. <laughs> um, but one of our sister shows, as I yeah. affectionately call it. From Gleeboot, we have Cullen and Hannah. Hannah and Cullen, welcome to the show. Welcome back. So thrilled to have you.
0: Thank you so much. Good to be here. I can literally say that with an open heart. I'm like, I am actually happy to be revisiting Glee.
4: Yeah, we're coming out of Glatirement, so
3: thank (laughs) you. It's an honor.
0: Yeah. what an episode to be
1: to be joining us on because yes, friends, we are here to discuss season five, episode 15. It sure is called Bash. Sure and is called Bash. And I April 8th. April
4: 8th. Yeah. I have a fun fact for yes. the for the Glee booties and the Glee podcasting community. So Alyssa couldn't make the Glee Boot recording when we recorded this episode of Bash. Mm-hmm. And I extended, she sends her regards, she could not make it tonight. Yes. So the world will never know what <laughs> Alyssa brilliant. thinks of oh
1: my God. season
4: five, episode 15, Bash.
1: You know, wow. some things are better left unsaid, I guess. <laughs> yeah.
4: Probably, yeah.
1: I have a fun fact as well, which is we have gotten to the point in the Glee universe where whoever was adding synopsises to the Wikipedia pages has given up. Um, <laughs> because <laughs> the past two episodes it has gone from being like breakdown paragraphs of every plot point to like two sentences i love that god everyone
4: less. gave up
1: yeah so if you've ever been like like me in previous years trying to be like man what happened on later season 5 and you go to wikipedia to try to find out it's not going to tell you no. it's not going
4: to help you got to go to the glee wiki where yes. the fans are
1: the glee yeah. wiki will never let you down
4: <laughs> honestly
3: yeah. It's my parent. that raised me. <laughs> they did such a great job. Um, I and did. with that, because you guys are in fact done with your Glee podcast, yes. you guys have a new one. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
0: Yeah. So it is called not my fantasy. Um, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at not my fantasy pod, but yeah, our shtick is we watch and review fantasy film and media, um and we talk about the lore that inspires it um so yeah Uh, right now
4: uh in february we're talking about we're doing supernatural romance month so twilight beautiful creatures Mm lisa frankenstein brand new hot off the presses right so we uh we're talking about all the different ways you can have sex with a dead body but not be it necrophilia uh (laughs) And other forms, you know, we and this February before we did Beauty and the Beast, and the Beauty and the Beast movies, and we talked about that story. So, which is the OG supernatural romance. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. we we do, do everything from Greek and Egyptian mythology uh, to uh, like Lord of the Rings to like Disney movies to Vanessa Hudgens Christmas movies, like yeah. <laughs> anything with a fantastical element. And it is—it's quite the ride. I'm a lore whore, and I'm—I'm uh, <laughs> I'm sharing my collection of stuff. Isn't it neat? Check out our Little Mermaid series.
3: <laughs> the <laughs> Disney to not necrophilia pipeline. Didn't know it's that was than you be. think.
2: <laughs> 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 uh
3: Didn't know that was going to come up
1: tonight, but thank God. Yeah, watching Ian's brain process that sentence, <laughs> it went on for quite a while in great. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> Which we didn't play, like we just said, oh, supernatural romance. Oh, there'll be werewolves. There'll be, And so we're probably going to do that every February, but so far, so much of it has been yeah, girl ex-corpse.
0: Yeah, it's so weird. They may
4: <laughs> sparkle in the sun, but that's a dead body.
0: Yeah, you a dead
1: body too.
4: Yeah, of a 109-year-old man going to high school dating a 17-year-old
0: anyway <laughs>
3: uh,
1: love
0: it
3: love it, like, um, like it went from one
0: set of chaos to yeah. another set of chaos yeah, yeah. A
3: different bucket of chaos we do yeah, have yeah. a glee cap this week funny girl has been rehearsing for forever everyone is now in new york hey remember sam sadie's they kind of sort of dated in high school but uh it didn't happen and then uh amber riley saying i will always love you and quote the world's most awesome wig sure that's not okay. what i re- i remembered her dress
1: I yeah, was just, I, sure. I, I was going to say dress. Beautiful way. Gowns, I really gowns, never once before. thought about Mercedes hair. <laughs> it's just not something that really comes up for me.
3: But you know what comes up for me that pops into my head for some reason is that episode mm-hmm. where they all wear the t-shirts of like what they're most like insecure yeah. about it. Yeah, and I'm hers just says like bad weave or something.
2: Yeah. So yeah. Like, that, was
3: that was never. We never
2: talked about
3: that.
4: No. no i think her most iconic accessory is the necklace that says foxy yes. which when she sings summer nights Hannah pointed that out and stuck in my brain forever
2: yeah. um,
1: the most honorable thing about her singing i will always love you is it happened during uh when Whitney Houston died but wasn't the Whitney Houston tribute episode yes. that's right yeah, yeah. that's oh, that so later. weird yeah that was glee having a very timely bit of luck for them i guess
4: that was their last season of luck
1: yeah (laughs) they (laughs) used it all they used up all their luck to happen to air um amber riley singing i will always love you the like week uh whitney houston died because that was like the last
4: big season that was like when everyone was tuning in and now we're in bottom of the barrel no one's watching people jenna ushkowitz isn't even here when her and kevin's yeah. podcast gets to hear what is she gonna be like i don't know <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, what the f- i mean to be fair kevin is in this episode to say a, a hey, singular line up. yeah yeah anyway yeah. so anyway. speaking of the episode we it's open into on... a candlelight vigil We open on random
0: candlelight vigil
1: (laughs) on one of the best
3: Sondheim songs in the canon. Yes. For a guy they don't even know, who's not even dead. So the (laughs) conceit is the conceit is everyone Rachel is leading this candlelight vigil, singing No One is Alone from Into the Woods, one of the most heartbreaking songs in the musical of all time. I'll say it of all time. Yep. And then they like pan down to just some guy's face and a bunch of like flowers and everything and like it's i get it it sets it up like it sets up the namesake of the episode but like they could have used this song at any point in the series like for anybody okay okay here's here's i have two gripes with the use well actually now i have three
4: all right go for it go for it Gripe one is they should have done Into the Woods instead of West Side Story in season three if Mr. Shu was a competent teacher because yes. he had such a talented cast. Why do you something, something with like only two female leads when yeah. you could have done something with like multiple female leads and showcase all their voices? Speak on it. B is my logic for picking songs for the Glee boot was that they couldn't have been done in season one or the original run of Glee. And so they did No One Is Alone, and I couldn't use it for the Glee boot, made me mad. And three is that if if this is gonna happen to somebody, maybe this is worse, I don't know, but may- why not Adam from the Adam's Apples or Elliot Starchild, the m- only well-adjusted right. character in the Glee universe?
1: Yeah. We know, we know we some know. other gays. Yeah. yeah, so I went on like a little mini deep dive because for a second I was like, who the fuck is Russ? Because that's his name, you see it on signs, like anti-violence visual. We love you, Russ. And I was like, okay, maybe Russ was a real guy mm. and they were like, this was a real incident and they chose to like honor it or it's heavily inspired. And if I Googled like who was Russ Glee episode bash, it will tell me like, oh, Glee-, Glee heard about the story of this man, not Russ and wanted to honor honor him who went and like bring awareness. No, it's just a guy. It's, it's a made-up just, man. He's literally
3: just some they guy. They bought
1: a stock photo of a white man, or they took a picture of a PA. I was gonna say that's and-
0: a photo <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they took a picture of a PA, Adam, and we're like, "You got gay? Adam, get today. in here! <laughs> we need your photo. We're gonna we're gonna bash you." <laughs> Not yeah. literally. Uh, yeah. But you no, know the idea. I was t- <laughs> I was telling Ian when I got on. I was like, "I'm having the experience that a lot of your guests, a lot of our guests on the show had was." coming into glee either having never watched it or been a long time and you're just coming in on a random candle vigil and you're like okay i don't think that was in the recap what's going on and i'm like wow i'm having the experience <laughs>
3: <laughs> he, he didn't even die they're just like yeah he's in he's the hospital that's a bummer alive. lucky to be alive great like happy for him happy for him you go girl but like i uh, d- Who's Russ? Who's Russ?
1: Who's Russ? Um, also, they don't let Sam sing the main part. No, no. He's here to support, but he just has to stand in the back and go, ooh. <laughs> He's not allowed to sing any Sondheim. No Sondheim for Cordova Street. No, yeah.
4: no Sondheim.
3: For, no Samheim. No. No, no Samheim.
4: I mean, to be fair, I don't know if I'd associate his vocal style with Sondheim. He's probably no. one of the least musical theater
1: it's more uh, like why bring him along for the scene if you're not gonna if he's not going to like sing. Yeah. I World. guess they're like, This is Valentina, she's an ally. Same <laughs> <Yeah. with Valentina." laughs> ally. Ally. That's Sam in this scene. Yeah. Except he's not even allowed to say ally.
4: No, he's beautiful though, and that's that's why we have brought this cutie along.
1: Yeah, that's his whole job. <laughs> he
3: he's the personality hire here. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. Though, oh, we'll get to Sam we will we do next we cut to rehearsal Um, only the greatest producer ever to grace broadway to be like hey you've worked really hard we need a hit so you know what i want you all to do i need you to focus and i need you to rest that is honestly correct and then rachel's like cool may i skip class and go to my real class because i have a job and a class and a broadway contract
4: this this girl i as 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 an official biting more than he can chew tm person like you you're in a broadway show i get trying to do broadway in school but why are you at the diner oh my god because we know your dads are paying for the apartment so it's not yeah
1: yeah if something was gonna have to give and apparently spoiler alert she's like barely passing all of her classes why why is the diner the thing you're not, like, you haven't, you should have given up about that months ago. Months ago. Yeah.
4: Will you work with your understudy at one point? I guess she's not understudy anymore. No, then she's with. Is Santana pieced out, right, yeah. The story?
3: Yeah. Yeah,
1: she's been gone for a couple episodes. Oh, but-
3: yeah, we're in season five B, yeah. But even with that, it's not like she doesn't see her friends. She lives with Kurt. She, I Mm -hmm. guess, Santana's still around in there. Like, she doesn't need the diner to bring them together, a la the Glee Club in high school. Like, quit your job. Yeah. Go job. Does, where,
4: where does Blaine live? Where does he live right now? This is because. Well,
1: so last episode, he did move in with Mercedes. But apparently like he's also at the loft a lot of the time. Yeah, right. which
4: I, I get, but then it's like, but then later they refer to it like it's just Sam living there. Yes. And I'm like, this show uh can famously cannot keep track of where anyone is living. No,
3: right. Cause it sounded like Mercedes has her room and Sam and Blaine are gonna split the other bedroom.
1: But also Sam is maybe just sleeping on the couch. Right. The whole yeah.
3: Time. yeah. Right. And I'm
0: Um, like, I'm
4: pretty sure Sam has shaved Blaine's back. Maybe they haven't referenced that yet, but they referenced it at some point. So it's like, they can share a bedroom.
0: It sounds familiar. Yeah. 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 They're
3: bros. Yeah. Blam. Yeah. My favorite ship. And we do, that is our next scene, is Sam watching the Facts of Life, which, excellent choice. I fully support it. Um, I love that he sums it up as, it's about this redheaded woman who uh, runs a boarding school for lesbians and they're making edibles.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean I boils it, it down.
3: <laughs> and we get I mean up. it makes
1: me want to watch Facts of Life. Facts of Life so. is
3: great. I gotta dig that up. That's like what like nine-year-old Ian would like stay up late watching on Snick mm-hmm. or whatever.
0: Uh-huh. Or like
3: Nick oh, at night. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we the also the get the little... Lopez music.
0: <laughs> <The> George <laughs> Lopez And
1: yes. waking you up out of the stupor <laughs> on the couch. <laughs> It's 2 a.m. Did the rapture happen? (laughs) Yeah.
3: Mercedes joins him. They're sort of rehashing the breakup. I forgot that I guess he dated Santana. He did date Santana. Trouty mouth. Yeah, Trouty
0: mouth, of course. He's dated Uh, everyone.
3: It's true, including Nurse Penny, which I love that. I love whenever they bring Nurse Penny back into the picture.
0: Yeah, such a weird tangent. That was so weird. Uh, A
3: weird thing in an
4: iconic episode, Mm -hmm. Katie or Gaga.
3: Yes. Yeah, the two genders thank you so yeah. important. and um mercedes just wants to watch the lesbian show about weed and go back to bed but psych they're making out
1: like uh, very surprisingly yeah he's she very on him
3: yeah
4: yeah
0: Mercedes, yeah. like i'm driving this well
4: because he bro. was he was like why what about our thing and she's like we never had a thing like blah, blah 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 like we're just gonna keep our boundaries and then he's
3: like sure i'm cute and he and she agrees
1: we have skipped over the star wars fan fiction joke um oh true which is that sam is like yeah i have trouble sleeping um so you know blaine used to read me star wars fan fiction to help me fall asleep which is just beautiful really best friendship
4: on the show
1: yeah honestly and like they they like family guy style cut to the joke happening that he just said and the punchline is the fan fiction being read. Sam is like, "This one's not very good," and Blaine's like, "Well, actually, George Lucas wrote this one." And if there was a laugh track on this show, it would have been popped off right then, right
4: there, baby. And I would have laughed along.
1: Yep,
0: because
4: oh, no yeah. one knows how to ruin their own franchise like good old Georgie. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we have a certain witch a certain uh, a certain miss rowling who really knows how to damper uh, oh, yeah.
3: perception of her, her beloved franchise i genuinely yeah. thought you were going to say it was ryan murphy who is the witch
1: i mean <laughs> well, you know ryan murphy's yeah, i guess we have a, a great showing right now
4: brian murphy's version though is moving on to something else before one thing is finished yeah and the the george and jk version is to go back even when it's finished and to keep exhuming it yeah, yes. yeah uh until it's like riverdale and there's like a corpse lying around the mansion and you're
3: like cheryl bury your dead twin brothers corpse uh we then get the weekly potluck dinner um only the second week but yeah yeah. go off i guess um we got like like there we're talking about i guess his name is russ because thank you karina because i fully missed that both times i watched it
1: yeah he is a friend of their neighbor yeah
3: Real oh,
4: close to home. Oh, okay. he didn't even live
0: in the building. I thought he no. lived in their building. No, he's a neighbor's friend. So he's even more separated from them. He's just very much just some guy. Brandon Russ. Oh. You know
3: what this has the energy of? It has the energy of Rachel Berry teaching the quadriplegic how to sing one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, yes. That was awesome. Never... But at least that some guy got paid. <laughs> that,
3: yes, that some guy <laughs> got paid and that was like a direct friend of Finn. This is literally just some guy.
1: This is yeah. yeah um hit him with your car. This, this scene had such very special episode energy, especially when like Artie says his one line of the episode, which is not let's just like the most like ADR canned thing where he's like gay crime is down in America, but it is actually up in New York City. And you're like, Okay, thank you for reading that statistic off of your off yeah. your, your script for me.
4: <laughs> yeah. I feel like it was all Donald.
1: Mm.
3: Yeah. He was doing it. Yeah. Time based on the timeline. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like also Blaine's like explanation of, well, yeah, it's because the gays are coming in and gentrifying neighborhoods. Like they're making those neighborhoods
0: too gay. (laughs) It's New York. What are you talking about? Like, no, I just, uh, this, it weirdly feels like, especially out of context, it feels very virtue signaling. It's like, Oh, like we're talking about this very important issue that happens and we're going to use it as a loose plot point to create conflict for our characters. But that doesn't super have to do with the actual conflict with the characters. So it's like, Oh
4: yeah. I mean, I don't know enough about New York uh, to know if this was really in
3: the zeitgeist. Right. At the time.
0: I'm sure it happened. And I'm sure it happened a lot.
3: I mean, like, absolutely. It is New York, but like, At least from what i remember of new york 2014 like i don't remember being like oh like the crime rate is on the rise and it's because of gays gentrifying neighborhoods like it's like new york has always been like quote like for lack of a better term dangerous but like crime is quote unquote always on the rise like yeah everyone like everyone is always saying like new york is just getting worse And like it, it means nothing at this point. Like,
2: yeah,
4: yeah. People say that in Los Angeles too, but like, it's actively a very easy correlation between extremely skyrocketing rent rates and the people you see on the street.
3: It's that that part. Yes, that's a pretty straightforward diagram.
2: Yeah, Yeah. right.
3: Exactly. Oh yeah, and Artie like catches them playing footsie. Um.
2: Oh yeah.
4: Truly, the accurate because at this point, I feel like a lot of times they're acting like they're like thirty because that's, like, the actors are in their late 20s. Sam does still at least act like a 19-year-old, because that was my preferred form of flirting.
2: At
1: mm.
4: Like, yeah.
3: Applebee's Ar- getting half-off apps. Mm.
1: Ooh. How did
0: Artie Ar- feel them playing footsie? Thank
3: you. Thank you.
0: I thought he was, like, pulling up to the table, and he was, like, looking down as he was, like, "Okay, barking. Okay. that but, would work. That's a good point, because that's sort of just how I read it, but was he actually just, like, sitting there, and he's, like, I feel the I feel vibrations <laughs> on my yeah. chair. Why is my uh. chair
1: radiating up? Because if they were just kicking his leg, he couldn't have felt it. hmm Yeah. Much like I still don't know how he's getting into this apartment. Yeah. Yeah, this one doesn't seem accessible friendly. No.
4: No. But that I was, was last most- episode, right?
1: Oh yeah. He's yeah. saying this don't sleep on the subway and now um all of New York is accessible to him.
4: <laughs> right. Yeah. Accessibility fixed. Yeah.
1: yeah, they did Thank it. God. We did yeah. a jump.
3: <laughs> 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 um, we then cut to Sam and Mercedes. They were like walking by uh, the bridge, and um,
1: yeah, where are they? That was my big along question. the East River.
3: Yes, yeah. so I feel like they're. I I want to say it's Brooklyn Bridge Park, but I could be wrong. Where's there
1: a carousel?
3: I don't remember. It's not. Okay. It's definitely in Brooklyn.
1: Mm-hmm. I figured that because we can see
3: New Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and they're like, hey, Mercedes, why are you keeping it a secret? And Mercedes is like, there's nothing, so there's no secret to keep. So I'm not keeping it a secret. Mm-hmm. Meh. And then, um, yeah. yeah that's, throws, that's it. Yeah, he throws a coin in the East River and someone yells no, at No, him. no,
1: no, 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 Ian. He throws two handfuls of coins. Uh-huh. It's not just one right. toss. He He takes both of his hands and, like, a child Chuct opens it. his fists and lets <laughs> them, like fall out yeah. into the river. There and may be oh, a random... screw in
0: there too, not just coins. Yeah.
1: And then a random woman was like, you can't, you can't do that. Throw things into the river.
3: And like we never see her again. No. No. Unfortunately.
0: And then Mercedes throws her coat in the river. Oh it's this so dumb... yeah. it's like... not even
3: real fur. Is this it's faux fur.
0: Flirting? Is this I don't it's flirting to throw things into the East
1: River.
3: <laughs> this is why I'm single. This is why I've gotten it wrong for so long. I need to start throwing shit into the rivers.
1: Yep. Yeah. Well, the key is you get the
4: rivers. Her to throw her clothes in the river, her coat. And then you give her your coat and you show off your, your triceps and biceps. Okay. And you sprint
3: home in the cold while okay. she sings at the carousel.
0: Yes. yes. Okay.
3: That's I think I can good. remember all that. Thank you so much yeah. for that yep. feedback. Yeah.
0: Easy. Easy.
2: Yeah. Happy <laughs> Valentine's Day.
4: It is a half a season relationship out of this.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes. About time. Um, but yeah, and so uh then they're like all flirty and shit, and Sam's like, Let's go home, and Mercedes is like, Nah, I'm gonna sing some Aretha Franklin.
0: I need to sing non diegetically at this carousel. Yes, uh-huh.
3: which yeah, A plus. I love Yeah, it.
0: There was someone playing drums on the carousel, something I never noticed before. I was like, in an I all female that. band. Love it. Oh. All,
1: all female band rocking along to Mercedes. It's a great performance.
0: Yes. Amber Riley's great. so good.
4: She's yeah. so good. You got two Amber Riley.
0: I wow. know. Yes.
1: You're blessed. Happy day.
0: Truly blessed. Yes. Which is
1: uh. apparently only the second time that that's ever happened that we've gotten two solos. Um in a single episode maybe
4: is that a fact from the glee wiki
1: yeah love that i glee had to pull glee it open glee. to try to figure out if Russ was a real person
4: <laughs> thanks my non-binary parent glee wiki
2: <laughs> so exactly.
3: important so important <laughs>
1: right.
3: um yeah the song fucking slaps she sounds um, yeah, amazing. 10 out of 10
1: no notes like yeah and then what it kind of
3: yeah and then it kind of just ends um yeah And we cut to Mercedes with her friends who are her backup singers. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And Sam comes in and makes it weird. Sam's making it weird. He he does several microaggressions.
2: I think it's like,
4: it's supposed to be awkward, but like, and there are times where he's just babbling awkward, but there are times where he's doing a microaggression. Right. Yes. Touching hair. He's talking about weaves and names and doing impressions.
0: This is, and I think we talked about in our episode because I'm having flashbacks, (laughs) uh, is that I feel like they're trying to get at something very complex between biracial couples and they're treating it as like awkward jokes and stuff. But there could be something really fascinating about this dynamic and exploring the potential hardships of that but instead they're like making it super racially coded and it's hard to discern whether he's doing it. Cause he's just nervous or it's cause he's being racist. It's right.
4: It's like, it's I will hard. believe a 19 year old jock from Ohio who's well-meaning would do these huge blunders. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then where the story goes from here, right. Is my it's, it's, it's like, yes. it's, yeah, there's something no. good here that, but this lead... is a
1: whole episode topic. Thank you. That, I was yeah. that about they to say. are trying to fit in as a c plot. This
3: yeah. this whole episode is three a plots that yeah. should have been their own episodes. Yep. But instead, we get sort of like sixty percent of each, if that.
2: Yeah.
3: And it doesn't really do justice to all the weird and like nuanced conversations of being in an interrelation interracial relationship Mm -hmm. or like you're in new york but your safety is compromised because of hate crimes in the streets or like you have this giant decision to make about schooling versus your career like those are all three significant things and like we just again did not get
1: we could have maybe done two in one episode but trying to fit all three it's really and of course because it's You know, Glee, the Sam Sadie's plot felt like the afterthought because those are the characters we haven't spent that much time with who aren't really our main characters so much anymore. So, but, and their plot is like the most sensitive and needed the most care and it got the least. Yeah. And it
0: also doesn't help that whatever past baggage like romantic baggage they're trying to bring in from past seasons is so non-existent like nothing it's so fleeting and so it's like why are we bringing this up again
4: yeah it's not like they have it's not like they have bad chemistry sam basically they have
0: have nothing in common
4: yeah They have
0: like yeah it's just like i don't see them together because i'm like i don't see see anything in common like same thing with sam and someone else in the future i'm like i don't see anything in common with you guys i don't know what's going on
4: cord is kind of like i don't remember the actress who played Belle in once upon a time that tv show could have mm-hmm. chemistry with a rock so they just like give her random plots because they did not know what to do with that character and cord is that way and obviously amber's way i'm not saying amber's right she's like the most talented person but yeah. like he can have chemistry with anyone and so that's why he literally just dates everyone yeah because you can just throw him with blaine with anyone and it's
1: like yeah. oh we see it
4: yeah cord but-
1: is just a cool guy yeah yeah, yeah.
3: Quarter okay. over street, cool guy.
4: Cool guy. I saw him in person. I saw his concert. He walked right in front of me. Could have touched him. I'm just not a weirdo. But uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> you're
0: like,
4: oh, I'm still out on that one. But uh, <laughs> I just we'll get there when we finish this plot. But even if you didn't add more time, there's a very easy fix.
0: Yeah. For
4: this, but we're, they're not going to go there because no. glee, glee.
3: God forbid. Yeah. yeah yeah. god forbid characters develop i think is the real
1: honestly that part yeah.
3: um i guess we can talk about broadway baby now
0: okay <laughs> it's a song
3: okay great yeah broadway broadway,
0: so, yeah in their potluck they talk about they're like oh what are we gonna do for our big like it's our, our big evaluation time yeah, yeah.
3: yeah the biggest and challenge song time like, oh
0: my god we're gonna do a duet and i'm like oh carmen thibodeau is not gonna like that carmen and boy does by she by not listen it. I love it And she is so right. Everything she says, I'm like, yes, she's right. Do what you're told.
3: Man. I should have said an I'm American Jew Whoopi Goldberg at the beginning of this episode.
1: Yeah. I missed that one.
3: Sorry, listeners.
1: I just, so
4: they didn't read the syllabus. Which you know what I did dumb things in college where I didn't fully read it like but this is your big winter critique right so this that's where you check and the they've syllabus And they
1: already done it once yeah. Rachel won it last year Yeah Yeah So you
4: you check it every like you check it every 2 seconds yeah. And you're like this is what I have to do right let me make sure okay hits criteria a b and c So I you know and I I think I don't actually trust Carmen Thibodeau played by Whoopi Goldberg's judgment because Rachel got into Nyada initially and Kurt True. did not. Right. Like, I think, right. I actually think uh, Carmen Thibodeau played by Whoopi Goldberg makes a lot of mistakes, a lot of poor choices, and yeah. that doesn't yeah. give very good advice,
0: but uh, Administrative mistakes. Yes. Yes. When it comes to teaching, it's great. She knows. I don't know.
4: See, I don't know if I even say that, but I would agree with her that if you do a duet when the assignment was a solo, you did not do wrong. the assignment. Yes. You're no. yes. Exactly. Because she's
0: teaching discipline, order, like what you the foundations that she talks about later.
4: You right? can't audition so right. as a duet on Broadway, no. right?
0: The even question I... is, okay, because
1: like the, we get like Rachel did this because she's so behind. She's like, well, this will make it easier. I don't understand. She still basically sang a whole song. Why don't just sing Broadway Baby by yourself? Right. What did Blaine add besides being Blaine? And why did he agree to this? He, you're t- you cannot tell me. Blaine Anderson does not no. understand the assignment.
0: She blackmailed
1: right. him, I think. Somehow, right? Well, she found I think some it was- Star Wars
3: fan fiction. She's like, me, like, He's, been writing, it. He's yeah. been writing it. I think it was Airbud rules. Like I think they looked at the syllabus and said nowhere in the syllabus does it say, say duet can't, can't happen.
0: Yes, uh huh, that makes sense.
2: No, no, no.
3: I think
0: they wanted to play <laughs> up like the charm between them and their dynamic. Fine, because right, that's not the assignment away from the assignment. Very fun. Yeah,
1: sure, yeah. A fun duo. Their voices, like, of course they sound great together. You know, they've got good chemistry. Uh, very fun. Yeah, yeah. But it it was not assignment,
3: right? To your point, it did kind of sound like um, like the it was for the downloads. Like this was mm-hmm. almost like for for the theater kid downloads.
0: Uh-huh. Uh Yeah.
3: Yeah. And she and Carmen DiBattista was like, "That was great. It wasn't the assignment, so y'all fail." Just mm-hmm. kidding. You can do it again, mm-hmm. but do it. It right. was so
0: good. I'll
1: give you another chance, but you have to do it this week. Yeah, and
3: Rachel's like, I can't, I'm on Broadway. And
1: I Carmen's can't, like, I
0: have rehearsal. It says w- it on her travel. And I have right two there. shifts at the diner. You know,
4: <laughs> I, in my memory of this episode, I thought Carmen Thibodeau played by Whoopi Goldberg gave her like, you have to do it Tuesday evening at six or something like, something that was a clear conflict. Right? right. Now, she just said this week. Now, the Rachel Berry, I think I know, would be like, all right, can I show up at your office? At yes, eight a.m., at six a.m., at seven a.m., as early as you'll have me. Here's and- my
1: calendar. When do we
0: overlap? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's Not like, I have will one chance.
1: I will belt
4: the entire first act of Wicked from seven to seven fifteen. She'll make it fifteen minutes. Oh yeah, uh, in the morning. And you, you good with that? And
3: that's that's right. Like to just be like, I can't. I'm like. Mm once again we've solved the problem that didn't need to exist in the first place
4: yeah even though i do think this is actually one of the best racial conflicts we've had in a long time
2: yeah it's a real
4: conflict yeah you actually are like i see there's like pros and
3: cons to each choice like not that like again i uh, i uh, i'm gonna get roasted for this but like I was in college balancing like being a working actor, going into the city, auditioning with being a full time student. And it was hard. And I've had and I had to speak to like a couple professors about like working on balancing the two. And like luckily they're all really supportive and stuff. But like, no, that's like you don't want to let your career down and you don't want to let your degree down. And that's a real thing. And again, it could have been its own episode. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. That's it. It is a good conflict. It's just,
4: Virgin Perry's just an idiot sometimes. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. She does not. Yeah. So, okay. You go. I'm like, what's next? I'm well, done.
2: I'm
3: mean, just like, you know, <laughs> I mean, talking about it because it's. She yeah. um...
1: goes to Whoopi's office. Yeah. And yes. And Whoopi is like, well, you're basically a child. So. Right. <laughs> huh.
3: And like like some real feedback when you break it down. Like yeah. you need like you need a foundation, you need a technique, you need to be part of a community. That's what this school is all about. Um like and
0: she's you- like, you're Sir Are you doing that or do you want the spotlight? She's right. not mm. I, it's like Carmen Thibodeau sees through Rachel's want to be in Funny Girl. It's yeah. not to get that experience, it's because this is going to be her time to be a star. She's the star. Yeah. Yes. yes. And Carmen Thibodeau sees right through that. No. Nope. And Rachel can't
4: handle that. Okay. Rachel cannot handle being called out. Now, here's the thing that this is where I disagree with Carmen Thibodeau, played by Whoopi Goldberg. Mm. I think she is correct in that Rachel lacks, well, you know, she does have discipline based on her rehearsal, but she's very self centered. She doesn't, she lacks community. She just wants a spotlight, right? But Carmen does a false equivalency. Mm. and says like oh well the school is going to give you that right Your dad's money mm-hmm. is going to give you that and it's like all i've seen is a dance teacher giving people eating disorders yep and basically that's it uh and like where has there been any real mentorship that and like you're gonna tell someone to turn down a starring role on broadway to stay right. in college like That's the thing where it's like, I get that you need to be like, you need to make a choice, but I think at a certain point, like Carmen needs to be like, hey, this is what we can do for you.
0: Right. Semester off. Yeah. Two semesters off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's got to be options. Yeah.
3: Do your contract, and we'll see you when you're done because we've, it's already been mentioned at the school that people go in and out to do Broadway contracts. Like, yeah. yeah.
0: And, and I think, Carmen Tivito's main thing that I think it just lacks throughout the school is, like you said, that mentorship, but also just like the teaching of you need to follow direction because Rachel does not do that. Yeah. But that's also something that's like, that's not really what the school's about. The school's about magic, essentially. This yes. is Hogwarts. But like, so I like the point, but you're right. Like the context inside the school is not there. So it does fall flat.
4: Yeah and it yeah it's just she's not going to turn down that that role no. so you are sick of this girl's bullshit which valid you brought it on yourself though
2: yeah and
4: yeah. it's like you just you're just trying to basically force her out because she's been underperforming whereas this should not have been the first time rachel's
3: hearing that she's that she's failing right. right. oh my exactly. god yeah Exactly.
4: Yeah. The adults in the Glooniverse continue to suck ass. And mm-hmm. uh, and I do want to this I said this in our episode because I re-listened to be like, what did we say? So I don't want to say the same mm-hmm. stuff again and again. But this is, I think, because I miss Jenna, I miss Tina. I think Carmen should have been like, call up your friend. Call yeah. yes. the friend that drove you to the, audition the friend to that stalked me. me. you and, and be like, and tell her you're quitting nyada yep and tina, oh my god tina call would, up
0: brown university and say hi tina it's me i'm quitting tina, tina would, will rip your head off tina would yeah th-
4: drive down fly down drive down wherever she would get to new york yep. and she would be like for this week i will be your personal assistant and i will whip discipline into. you like i see tina waking her up with like a foghorn being like Get to your your audition. Oh my god, Get cause like your... we don't
1: fuck around at Brown, probably. No, no. So she's like, "This is and what Tina's I have. Tina's grades would still be perfect.
3: Yeah, she's like, oh absolutely. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. She's
1: like, can you take a full week off from school and yeah. still be acing everything? Yeah, right.
4: Yeah, she's like, I did not drive that for you to quit Niata. I'm yep. getting you through this week. I'm getting you to opening night. Boom, boom, boom. And she would she would have it done and it would be, she's like, this is what I felt like when I body switched with you. We need to do some fun doubles where it's like Tina's singing somewhere and they like trick people and thinking it's Rachel. Yeah. The songs uh, reprise of the thing in the rain umbrella mashup, you know,
0: bring it back. Stop. No.
3: (laughs) And at the same time, it's like, Whoopi could have just been like, quit the diner. You idiot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's no way Whoopi knows about the diner. No she, way.
4: She would I burn. She would explode into flames like Hades and Hercules.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I guess I'm wrong. My bad. Thank you. <laughs>
4: yeah. It would, that's the fact that she works at a, you know, I overextend myself in college and had a mental breakdown. So Same. relatable, relatable, relatable content, but like.
1: Girl it's just
4: it's like two
3: unreasonable people going at it and you're like
1: yeah
4: you know you're like
3: you're both wrong at the same time at some yeah Yeah. you're
4: both escalating this to make it the worst possible version which is it's a drama you need the drama, which like yeah it's tv but
1: But. yeah (sighs) we then Mm -hmm. cut to
3: mercedes and her back of singers
1: yes which
3: is in what seems like the same night
1: right yeah it's it's all happening all at once we time isn't real that's true
3: and it's basically what we were talking about it's the it's just it's really like not just skimming it's i would say it's like knee deep into the nuances of this is what it means to be a black woman dating a white man
0: and on top of that being a black woman in a historically black industry yeah of, like, hip-hop r&b music right where it's not getting just about, away man. yeah it's not just about
1: like society it's also about like her brand mm-hmm. yes yeah, essentially like it's a Which marketing thing, more
0: t- interesting yeah. i think yeah and more. Oh, that's yeah. really interesting and the and again the way they're treating it is just like uh it's just racial differences it's like it's so much more than that
2: so it could be a
0: really interesting conversation
2: so
4: the branding conversation that's is this is the a plot what they needed to do if we're gonna make this a C-plot. And what I think, because characters, I just, I love it when characters learn and grow over six seasons, even though they don't like that. So if Merce- if they were like, he's cute, he's cute. You know, he is charming. He does not know how to act right. He did some things that were yeah. not okay. Mm-hmm. And I think in order to, if as your friend, I want you to be in a relationship with someone who respects you. Now, obviously he remembers what your, like why your parents named you. Like he yeah. respects you and cares about you, but he needs to do he needs to educate
0: himself the work he mm-hmm. needs to educate
4: himself and at there least it is crying like i do my spanish duolingo every day for my husband and his family am i fluent no but i'm doing it every day you know it's like you take you can it's we should like get,
0: we should be friends on duolingo anyway
4: oh yeah, yeah um <laughs> <laughs> but like he just needs to like it's like that the problem is to make the conflict Mercedes fault essentially. Yes. That
2: yes.
1: he needs to change
4: and be more open-minded because why does she think people can't have interracial love? Cuz that's right. what her da- but why
1: is she choosing her her brand, her career of uh, of her career over like someone she cares about? And right. it's like yeah, it's not that. It's that like they don't even idiot. bring
0: up I I I really wish they had been like like he touched my hair. He was talking yeah. about weaves and it's like he was not invited into the conversation that way. He's clearly yeah. uneducated. And right, that like that's what they should have been saying is like it's not just cuz he's white, it's cuz he's so white he doesn't understand and it's like that's our problem. Like, cuz right. like they could bring up the fact that like Mercedes is literally
1: from what we know the only black person Sam has maybe ever known. Right? Because
3: yeah. you know, like and the Puckermans which like yeah. Oh
1: yeah, he does know Jake Puckerman. That's yeah. true.
3: Yeah, I mean, So
1: he is known. But that's one that's one hand's worth of black people, basically. <laughs> yeah,
4: it's. Remember, at the beginning of this year, I really did not pay that much attention to it because it's a but the Taylor Swift Metahealy thing, right?
2: Yeah, everyone oh, like was right. going
4: on and off. Even as a Swiftie, I don't really invest that much time and energy into her relationships because I, I like music, right? I'm not, yeah. I'm not like a dating whatever, but like that was like a PR disaster because of stuff he said on his podcast and mm-hmm, other mm-hmm. stuff which I really I didn't know who he was like I I still don't care to know but like and that happened to a white artist who's like the biggest yeah. person in the music industry that like who she was dating was enough of a PR thing who she was just probably sleeping with not even dating mm-hmm. and then they so like they were like cut cut that in the bud so that yeah. is a thing where like who you're dating could reflect you know like she's dating someone from ohio bad enough, bad, already. Bad <laughs> bad enough.
0: Right. Yeah. they right, barely touched the surface of the fact that, like you knew him in high school like girl you should be growing yeah. like that would yeah. also have been another way to get into this conversation it's just like he's like the old version of you like don't you want to explore other aspects of yourself you know like she grew up in a very white school like yeah right so it's there's a lot of interesting ways into this conversation and yeah they completely plotted it.
1: it. Yeah, they just beefed it. Yeah. yeah. Which is very on brand for Glee. So, you yeah. know. It's
4: so it's you know? Yeah. But it does hurt in that I give a shit about I forgot. Am I supposed to be swearing or not? You yeah. You're fine. You're okay. Fine. Uh about these two characters. Like I like Sam and Mercedes. They're probably two of the most just moral good characters that i would actually enjoy knowing if i was <laughs> in their universe absolutely <laughs> i can't say that about a lot of these people so no. it's like i you know like they, there could be a conversation of nuance of how even if you're a well-meaning person you can can and will misstep and like yeah work and educate yeah and, but like god forbid anyone but especially a straight white person learns something
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sam yeah. learned no lessons here.
4: Yeah. Did Finn learn anything from adding Sam?
0: No. Mercedes. Mercedes yeah. is forced to learn lessons. She's like, "Oh, I was selfish." It's like, yeah. "No, that's and not like, the lesson we should be learning here."
3: Right. Because she immediately goes inside, and Sam's like, "Hey," and she's like, "We're done." Like, sorry about it. Um,
1: yeah. He's
4: like, "This yeah. isn't you." and Glee Club, we had everyone—gay,
3: straight, black, white, Tina. Tina. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that was funny. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and so that's that on that until it's not in, in yes. 20 minutes yeah, um, yeah just
1: wait. if if you don't like a glee, just wait
3: <laughs> <laughs> just wait 20 minutes uh, we get Kurt and Rachel at a restaurant my blah, blah, note blah. is
1: quite literally like oh Kurt's here because it has been so little about Kurt this whole episode to suddenly become
0: very much about Kurt yeah, yeah. Um, in, in a way that is going to just serve Rachel
4: the- yeah, love
0: that not- love I that not about kurt
4: kurt really, the gay is it? martyr Kurt, the
0: gay yeah. martyr Yep.
4: Yeah. he's constantly a gay martyr for people to learn lessons oh. including him it's like both felt like uh, i don't know it's, that's oh that's so true that's so ugh.
1: yeah it's a little ick
4: oh that's yeah. ick it's, it's like little- both i find kurt a little ick in many ways but it's both overall ick with just everyone it's like, they all around
1: <laughs> yeah it's an ick of a season um yeah. i do like that they like so like kurt and rachel fight about rachel leaving Niata because kurt's like you'll regret this blah 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 whatever he gets like a very real kind of visceral screw you rachel like yeah oh my god you've never said that before yeah that's like that head. language oh, i know right.
3: that's the closest that he can get to saying fuck off
1: yeah. yeah i mean
3: which he which is deserved because yeah
4: i think kurt kurt is incredibly judgmental as a person and that will yeah. that will say but he has some valid points of maybe don't quit school yeah. but then rachel escalates as rachel does to like you're safe and you like to stay in your lane and you like to stay in your little co- and i'm like you know what
3: right
0: she Screw made it you about- rachel you, Rachel She's yeah to justify her choice to leave school as this big heroic thing like yeah i'm going out on you know a big risky thing
4: you're a lead on broadway already girl
2: yeah like, right it's
0: it's so weird like she turns it into that and then pushes that onto curt and like you're just being safe and and then he takes that in a very weird way and it's so weird and yeah. if
1: this
3: were th- its own a plot of its own episode, not split up between three, four things. Mm -hmm. You absolutely could get this moment. And then like the rebuilding of a friendship of, Hey, we both said some real mean shit. It's because I'm, I love you and I'm so proud of you, but I also don't want you to like, I don't want you to make the wrong choice. I just like afraid for like, I want you to be, I want you to be safe because you Mm -hmm. are my friend and I love you. And she's like, okay, well yes. Like I, I love you too, and like I'm sorry, but blah, like blah blah blah. Like I think you can also afford to take more risks. Whatever. Like they could have given this the weight it deserves, but that would that would that would require a whole different universe. Well,
1: mm-hmm.
4: oh, especially because Kurt usually takes risks. Now, I guess he's not very sexually risky. I think you could say that about Kurt. But... Oh, no, he
1: got he got tied up last. Uh, last. Yeah. He, oh, he, that's really right. Yeah,
3: by Santa's man but he
4: in not a non-canon event but uh that's true <laughs> he you know he wore the gold pants he was on he tried out for the football team he uh like he's always doing risky things he's always pushing boundaries he's wearing a kilt to prom you know it's, like
0: yeah he he took uh blaine to uh was it prom or homecoming yeah. and he became homecoming yeah mean right he was embarrassed like yeah it. So it doesn't he takes make risks. sense he does take risks. it would make more sense if like Kurt and Rachel had sort of a, a codependent relationship, which they don't, they're very independent from each other. And so if Kurt was like kind of leaning on her a lot, then this would make more sense yeah. of her, her, backlash, but it doesn't.
4: Blaine needs to take risks. Yeah. He's yes. With taking risks, you yeah. know, like other characters, but that's not Kurt.
3: Mm-hmm. So Rachel, screw you.
2: it's it's such a bummer
3: because this was written by ian brennan like this was written Mm -hmm. by one of the original creators and like it's just kind of a bummer that like this is where it's gotten to
1: yeah yeah you can't come back really yeah
3: they they just get reinvented every episode right um yeah so we we cut to i guess the alley i don't the know if it's behind. Doom. the alley of yeah. doom we'll call it yeah. that yeah. ext dot alley yeah yeah <laughs> exactly and uh kurt intervenes on a bashing and then gets beat up himself yeah that uh, that sucks
1: yeah I don't... okay like i don't think it would have been better if it had just been kurt like getting gay bashed himself like I don't know. There's something about him being the one who jumps is jumping in to save someone else. I don't know if it takes away from the very special episode of this. And like, maybe it would have been too much to have it happen to like one of your main characters, but it's, it just goes along with like gay martyr Kurt, right? Like, yeah.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah. I mean, this so Glee and relationship with male violence is fascinating, and we could talk forever about it. Especially as it is interesting because it usually refers to straight men defending gay men. When I think of like mm-hmm. the Karofsky stuff and like various situations, like Finn and Kurt, and like this, and also the way the men are allowed to be violent without reprimand from adults, the way these boys yeah. are allowed to like throw things around, um, is fat. But like it is, there is something to be said that for once. Kurt isn't emasculated in this That's sense, true. you know, that he, which is like already we're in icky waters, but like of him, he gets to ex- like save someone instead of be a victim. So I guess it is, but then that it is, is then true. victimized. It, it, it is like a martyrdom is the best word because he is both hero and victim at once. Uh, yeah, but Kurt, yeah, everything that can happen to a gay person will happen to to her if there's yeah yeah there's glee season seven we would get the poppers episode
1: they Uh, weren't just not brave enough honestly they need to take risks (laughs) you
3: know if if Glee were on stars or glee were on max like man that would have been season one episode four they'd be singing lollipop Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. yeah
3: which one all of them Great. A full <laughs> mashup of a full lollipop.
4: Up.
2: Yeah. yeah. Honestly, it's kind with of
3: candy Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't know, maybe I guess the question for the group is like, did we need this plot? And I, I, I mainly ask because we've, to your point, we have seen Kurt threatened and beat up multiple times and like not that that does not that that just stops but i guess i'm wondering was this a point that we needed to revisit in a way
1: Uh, Hmm. i don't know i think the glee writers seemed like their thought process was like they wanted to highlight the fact that this sort of stuff can still happen in a liberal city like new york right like even though you might have moved out of ohio gay issues are still issues. True. Right. And I <laughs> feel like that was the vibe and that's why they were trying to do it. I don't know if they need, if Lee needed to be the ones to tell us that um that there's still like people who hate gays. Yeah. I don't know if that was <laughs> their job, but they certainly thought it was their job.
0: Yeah. And I think on top of that because then this doesn't really serve Kurt in any way it serves rachel it forces yeah. her to apologize it forces her to re-see things and it's like kurt doesn't take anything away from that other than he comes up with a really great song and it's really emotional because he went through this so it's sort of like weirdly serving nothing
4: yeah mm. i guess like as we're the ones drawing the parallel between kurt's past and this event this event yeah there's the vague with the the song that i'm still here that like connects Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah that i guess it's for me it's the whole thing with the new york seasons is new york is this fantasy yeah and then they get to new york now and obviously it can't be a fantasy anymore but it's a harsh reality for kurt but not really for rachel right and it's it's just it's getting murkier and murkier as to like what is happening what is this show about what are we working towards And it feels like they're like, what can happen to Kurt? Gay violence, and we're going to have it in like the most straightforward way
3: possible. Like, yeah. I don't, yeah. (sighs) I appreciate the very philosophical discussion (laughs) that probably has never happened. Maybe on yours podcast, but like. I feel like these conversations just don't happen about Glee and should they again, not for us to answer, but I do want to appreciate as, as yeah. this yeah. head white dude in the room, I'm just like, I'm going to, I'm going gonna to take- shut up and listen. So thank you all for your time and space and um, justice for Tina. Um, well,
1: and- you know, it's like Sam is about to say, it's hard to be a straight white guy. <laughs>
3: I thought you were gonna say, I thought you were gonna say, um, just like Sam is about to say, of course ewoks are polygamists.
1: I mean that too.
4: I mean, I I did appreciate Blaine saying like, let's not, let's change Let
1: subject. subject subject. Yeah. Very good.
4: <laughs> it's funny because Glee would say that unironically.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And so I was like, oh good, it's ironic. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Um why are same same and blam? Um, why are they in the loft where none of them live?
0: Great question. I love that. Where did my home?
1: That's not your home. And also, Blaine is like, that's fine. We'll go live together. We can go live together somewhere else. I'm like, did you also get kicked out of Mercedes apartment or are you just doing this for solidarity? Like
0: Yeah, that's a good question.
2: Mercedes is
1: like, I can't live with you. You remind me too much of Sam. Yeah.
4: yeah i mean they have blaine and mercedes ever been friends really no that's a good point
1: absolutely they have Which, not
4: in a way
3: might make them better roommates
1: yeah, because they could but have
3: some kind of balance. less
1: past less drama
3: yes but also like such a missed opportunity of having two of your best vocalists being able to completely tear up some duets together yeah uh, yeah well totally. shit anyway <laughs> but that it is when he's like, I found this great one.
4: Ewoks are polygamists, and he's like, I thought fan fiction." Of course they're polygamists. Like, of, of course they are. It
1: was like, probably... so fucking
4: funny. <laughs> I need this. I love this.
1: Um, can we talk about the camera angle choices during this phone call? Yes, during montage. The phone. <laughs> Why we're like cut to like Blaine shot yes. just from his nose up for some reason.
3: Just behind Artie at or Mission Artie,
1: Control. Like,
0: it's already hiding behind a wall the drama mm-hmm. but it is comical it just like you're making me laugh when i should actually be like scared for what is on the yeah. other end um yeah didn't like someone
1: it. told them to switch up like here's how like directors do weird camera angles to make things mean things and they were like got it <laughs> and they didn't know what that meant, so they but just kind of guessed. like, do you
3: understand the note? And they're like, yeah, yeah, sure, totally, totally, sure. I, I don't know if you understand the note. No, 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 I
0: I, I've I got it. Yeah, and the camera op is like, I'm lowering it, I'm lowering it. Tell me Perfect. when. <laughs> <laughs> we can barely see the top of their head. That's great. It's just eyebrows. Love it.
4: <laughs> but these things have to matter. They said, you said mean something. You said yeah. this doesn't, this whole thing, the problem is it doesn't really mean anything. They try and make meaning out of it. But yeah. it's shoehorned in as an after-school special yeah. about homophobia and it's like this doesn't mean it, like it. there's no stakes or impact like w- earlier this season right like he wouldn't will didn't fight for a, a trans student or a gender non-conforming student to yeah. use their own bathroom because he'd rather have twerking like until you address the homophobia in the room like the things that were said in that choir room like Homophobia has is like a cartoon villain. Not always, but like it's just... Ugh. I just It's like there's interesting stuff here, but this this particular event doesn't mean anything. It's just no. thrown in.
3: Colin, how dare you bring up the great unique versus twerking massacre? Because the, I, the
4: I... choice is obvious. Also, they act like Miley Cyrus invented twerking, and the timeline in that episode doesn't line up because of when this happened in the school year and when Miley Cyrus did those things. And so, in the Glee universe, Marley wrote Wrecking Ball, and that's yep. my thesis.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming
3: to his TED talk. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, this is amazing! Oh, I fucking love this. <sighs> oh, so, anyway, they end up all at the hospital. He's Kurt is okay. He's got some cuts and bruises and a hairline fracture above his eye socket. This that is where they should have done far. no one is alone because they're there, they're like, yeah. do you think he can hear us. Do you think like do you think he's okay? He's sleeping. No, well, first of all, we know he's okay. He's just sleeping. Yeah. The, like, oh, like it can confusing. feel so lonely. Hey, no one is alone. There's a Sondheim song about that. Remember Sondheim? He was supposed to be the musical premise of this episode. Yeah. Another A-plot that could have been its own A-plot in season three or two. I know. Yeah. I really yeah. The out. candlelight
0: vigil thing. I actually would have more appreciated if it was like they had gotten like an alert on their phone, like a school safety alert, like, oh my God, there's been like an attack and it could have been, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. uh, hate motivated. And so that threat is there. And then if Kurt sees this happening, he acts, he gets attacked. Then they do their, that song. Like it yeah. would have made more sense and much better use of the song. Because Problem instead solved. we get
1: like eight bars of a weirdly acapella, not while I'm around.
4: Yeah, yeah, uh, not Blaine's best
0: song from a a musical about murder, right? And yeah,
3: and the thing, and murder musical aside, Mm -hmm. and we all know how how much uh, Karina loves Sweeney Todd. I do. This is
1: actually my favorite song from this musical. I fucking
3: love Sweeney Todd, and I love this song, and and I love Darren Chris. He's great. Yeah, and I think again, if this were its own a plot in its own episode it yeah. could have been this beautiful if we're not doing no one is alone right here at this moment this could have been a beautiful moment of him starting acapella with kurt in the hospital it like sweeps to him in the disney auditorium where Nia yeah. does their mm-hmm. uh critique and you get Blaine alone on the chair, being moody. But you get the band coming in. You have at full least give orchestra. us some
1: strings. Like, yeah, like... give
3: us strings. Give us a sweeping, grand Sweeney Todd orchestration, all for it to come back to that like really intimate center. At yes. not yes. while I'm around.
1: And I thought they were going to do that when they cut to the big round room, and then he's still just sort of he's shakily acapella. singing a cappella. Yeah. And like, I'm like, for here, for for this, yeah. So why?
4: Especially because it'd be great feed like if Blaine's thing was that he always goes for Poppy and Bright because he's a showman exactly. He plays Saint Peter on Hasbun Hotel, you know, like and instead it's like you need to like channel something dark, something meaningful, something sad.
1: Yeah, give me emotion.
3: Especially when you consider how Carmen gave Kurt the same feedback. And as a result, Kurt sang a Sondheim song, taking her feedback, going inward, making it yeah. meaningful and deep, and then uh, therefore getting into Niata. This could have been Blaine's moment to do exactly that too. And the, yeah. m- the parallel would have been really sweet. Especially because that is one of my favorite
4: Kurt solos. Yes, yeah, so good. Because
2: it's good. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a
4: huge <laughs> Kurt solo fan, but I think that's one of I mean he's talented. But I mean that's yeah. one of his best. I would But his
3: say. but his voice is just so specific that not every song fits his voice and that's yeah. just the reality of being a singer.
4: Yeah. yeah, I mean I mean I when I think of what's an iconic Kurt performance, I think of that song and I think of the gold lamé
3: pants audition.
1: Boy next door, yeah.
3: Yeah, so good. So good. So we cut to Sam visiting Mercedes in the studio. Um They've both been thinking about their conversation. They both made some good points. Um, And Mercedes to say, like, I can't pretend uh, this isn't something that people won't notice, um, even though I feel silly for paying mind to it. Um, But I'm just going to sing about how I feel. The classic. Uh
0: Um,
3: And so is this an original?
1: It
0: is. is It's an Amber Riley original. Yeah. Yep. And it's good
3: it. it's good she does a lovely job with it it's great it's good it has it only relates in name
0: yeah yeah what's yeah. Going
4: on which is classic glee thank yeah. you because uh, i
1: said i will come back to this show oh. but you're letting me promote my own music on here yeah. mm-hmm.
4: if if matthew morrison can that's right yeah
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. and think
3: and thank you because i had an existential crisis over this trying to analyze the lyrics of this song like it was my thesis trying to relate okay so without you i'm colorblind so i've lost you you're colorblind but i'm singing at you because i love you Mm -hmm. what's what am i missing something here am i dumb am i not fitting it together thank you for validating my experience with this twice in that it's not it just doesn't make sense it only makes sense in name
0: yes yeah correct yeah Yeah.
3: okay thank you (laughs) i i i I paused the episode i went through some shit i was like am am i do i not get it okay blues and greens and shouldn't it be her singing about with you colors are brighter i'm no longer colorblind i'm happy the rainbow is a thing like but it's the opposite and i don't know if i miss. like hey this is why we can't be together and it's not because i don't (laughs) love you but no okay thank you yeah I've, i've stumbled on enough about this yeah
1: amber riley really said sondheim theme episode not for me thank you (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna be doing my own
0: thing i'm gonna do aretha and then my here's the songs i will be singing (laughs) yeah i hope she got to do that yeah i mean you want me to replay this stupid sam sadie stuff that barely happened here's here's my conditions and
3: Maybe one of y'all know better than I, but after 100 episodes, you can basically renegotiate a contract, right? So, she can probably... She probably was able to be like, hey, if I'm coming back, I'm doing what I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't think I she's haven't... a series regular
1: anymore. No, she's still right. like... A she's, a she's a guest star. Yeah.
3: Yeah, she's
4: like, yeah, so... M- M- Melissa Benoist, good old writer of Wrecking Ball Marley, is...
1: Yeah. Uh, is she's it... in those credits. Yeah. <laughs> Wrecking Ball
2: Marley. I'm
3: because... also like... I'm now looking up on Apple Music like what Sondheim songs Amber I mean Amber Riley could have done any of them she would have killed anything she could have been she would have been the witch in Into the Woods if McKinley yeah. had done it instead of um, yeah, I was going to say high school that. musical I know um, I was
4: thinking oh she'd be the witch and then I remember when I did the cast on the I put her as Red
3: we did talk yes. about this, I remember yeah.
4: now. Because, mm. But that was mainly because of the Santana storyline that would be going on yeah. as yeah. the witch.
3: But I think Amber would sure. be the witch. I think that's, I would, to amend. Honestly, you could switch Santana and Mercedes as Little Red and the witch, and it would work just as well, because then you have like powerful, powerhouse witch and sexy yeah. Little Red, which is a whole thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I do want to quickly say, mentioning again the sam and Brittany thing uh because that popped my head i was like oh yeah they had way more in common than sam sadie's did so that's so strange why they keep bringing this up yeah well yeah. also
4: and just that it ends on sam doesn't say thank you for deciding to be with me i'm gonna do my best to be
0: to learn anything
1: better
3: dude <laughs> yeah better white man
0: but just- she also doesn't specifically address the no. issue. She doesn't say there are microaggressions. Right. There are things you need to yes. learn, which I feel like probably happens in all biracial couples. Like it's, it's just a thing that like if you come from different backgrounds, different social mm-hmm. you know statuses, like you have to kind of come to terms with those things. Like my boyfriend and I do that a lot. Like yeah, we had some differences in our backgrounds, like financial backgrounds, so that like we have differences that we come to the table when paying bills. Like so it's just. It's something that's like that that you just have to talk about. Otherwise, you're just going to be a flirt manse. Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah. Which, you know, Sam is Sam would be great for a
3: flirt but she's going after a relationship. That's yes. Right. Yeah. And she deserves it. She um, does. Everyone deserves love mm. in the Clue Universe. <sighs> yes. It's so Tina and it's headed. Mercedes. Mm. Oh, you yeah. get it. uh, we then get Bert in the hospital. Bert. Um, being a,
0: Bert. Love Bert, love yeah. Bert,
3: and he's still an angel. Even even when he's all like angry dad because I love you and I'm scared and like did I make a mistake of sending you to New York when it could happen here? Uh, a perfect is, character in a show of
2: yeah. messes.
1: There's yeah. just suddenly
4: a perfect character, <laughs> and
1: he can sell it every time. Yeah, I was I was all in. I was like, oh my god, Bert Michael Valley, how could they've done this to you? I'm so like, sorry. What the fuck? <laughs>
4: Yeah, like perfectly flawed too. He has all the right flaws, all the right strength. Like just so so well written, and then every other character is the
1: how did how did they wait all on this one dad
3: and grows (laughs) the most over the five seasons so far. Yeah, grows the most and stays that way. It's not like Sue Sylvester who learns a lesson and then immediately forgets it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep.
3: Yeah. Mm.
4: Just beautiful. No, no, it's amazing.
1: Truly, we always stand. We always stand.
3: and chris is great in his scenes in Um,
4: it.
1: he's so good in this really well
0: together yeah. yeah i
3: loved i loved the um little back and forth of like um uh where uh where's my note here is it where it's Bert like, is
0: like well, well you know i, I was played, tough i football and he's like, so and did he's like, like so you, did you were I. a kicker like a plus yeah it's so yeah. good
3: it's so good and he's like hey, now i know
4: i'm your son
1: yeah. Oh my god! I know I'm the man you raised me to be. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. my god, beautiful.
4: Which is, which is a great and um, to an arc that we can believe that Kurt has always been struggling with, but did not yes. get highlighted at all in this yeah. episode. And even yeah. just a little bit would have helped. Of just like it's like, oh, sometimes I wonder if I'm like soft, you know, yeah. and like I'm not tough like my dad, which oh, I could see going really bad. So maybe we should. We're glad. Yeah, we didn't, didn't try need to do it. that,
2: but. Uh, yeah
4: it's just that's it's just a great scene it, yeah, is. it is
1: literally Man. no notes
4: yeah um, right
1: yeah but then we inexplicably are like out on the street and blaine's like you're ready to do this and i'm like where are they gonna go and you're ready to replace boys. the flower yeah and we get we get word that he's going to be okay this random this russ russ. guy yeah
0: uh yeah it's so weird and i'm like cool good on you russ You know, like, but why is this such a big thing for Kurt? It doesn't make any sense.
1: Because it's also like daylight, it's not where he got hurt. Yeah.
4: Which I don't I I don't see Glee doing any of the things that would make this. So it'd be if he was doing a PDA in public. Yeah. If he's Mm. being gay in public, right? Right. That I mean, which is like a real fear. Like I like people have approached me when I'm with my partner and you're always like, This could go many ways. And then Or it's like, was it at a gay bar? Was it outside of like a right. bar that he frequents, which he's too young to drink and glee? They're never gonna do that. But like,
0: yeah,
4: yeah. They'll have them drink when I go to bars, which I get. You know, I I'll don't drink want to in run Rachel's it. basement. Yeah, thank but you. like, thank you. Like, then it's like, oh, you were doing a gay. You know, you mm-hmm. were out being gay, and you were, <laughs> you know, and you were attacked. And so then it's like, how do you go back to your, you know? Like right. I was once like followed on the street when I was leaving, going walking to class from my apartment in LA. And I ha- happened to be wearing shorter shorts than usual. And a guy like followed me in his car and he was like cat calling me. It was similar, but different, but like that did like, oh, that like shook me because it's like, this is where I have to walk all the time. And now I'm a little more nervous, you know, or I didn't wear those cl- that clothing as much. Yeah, but this know. is
0: not the alley. EXT alley. Oh.
3: This is yeah. it. it. <laughs> this is EXT Dress Shop. This is
0: outside. Yeah, this yeah. outside of like a right. designer store or something. Right. EXT Bodega. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
4: Um, Lin Manuel's inside there singing.
0: So,
1: Kurt and Rachel make up. It's fine. Yeah. I don't really care. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and then I mean, like,
3: no, we don't care. But to 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 the point, she says college isn't for her. Completely valid point. Sure, could could have. I wish she had
1: made that decision in any amount of time besides roughly five minutes.
3: Took the words out of my mouth. Thank you. Yeah,
0: and that it was based on like she mentions earlier how like she's basically abused by Cassandra July. You know, she's like, "How am I just now finding out that I'm failing my classes?" You know, it's not based on that. It's based on her still like that selfish like.
1: Yeah. I, I don't need college
0: because I'm a
3: star. Fuck you, I'm a star, exactly. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: So
3: it's like, it's Whereas kind of I, a
0: bummer.
4: I think Miata is kind of like an MLM scam or something. I don't yeah. know. It's just, you could that could have been interesting. But because also, yeah, Cassandra July was a joke. And I remember yep. when we were talking about that episode when she wins with our guest Jadera. And Chidera was like, why wasn't Lionel Richie there? And then he would be <laughs> using her to sing. And she'd be like, Lionel Richie, like, my dance teacher's mean. And she, he's like, you don't need to dance. You have a powerful voice. You
0: know? Oh, Shadera. Park and bark, baby. Yep. Uh, um,
3: it's potluck time. Sam and Mercedes announced they're back together. Fine. And, uh. And they kissed. like, Were you? And they kiss.
2: Were you even yeah.
0: ever together? And they're like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "No. This, no. this is no. the show playing it itself. Like, no, they weren't really together, but they were, but they weren't." Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
3: And and Sam's basically like, "How's this for together?" He says chemistry. How's yeah. this for chemistry? And just like plants one on her. And um, yeah. I and Rachel's like,
0: "For them, but I can't." I'm like, "There's nothing here. <laughs> like, come on, show,
3: <laughs> show."
4: Yeah, the only yeah. thing they had in common was they're both in the God Squad. And then, as you'll see pretty soon, That's in what this it was. Remember God season? Uh, that doesn't really end up being a shared point either. No. Or, yeah, in a way that would have been really? interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah, I don't
3: know. The God, the whole God premises is is word like just so non. So dumb, um
4: yeah. yeah. Glee doesn't not under Glee doesn't understand any identity. So even something like Christianity, the dominant religion in our society, is like hard for them to understand, understand or
3: empathize. Yeah. yeah, Glee doesn't understand God.
0: Yeah, godless <laughs> show. A godless show.
4: <laughs> A godless show. <laughs> all right, we're the who are we? Venture Bureau. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um.
3: Anyway, let's all go see Kurt do his performance, and then he sings, "I'm still here." From Follies. Um,
1: Follies. Yeah, yeah.
3: And it's great, which is good.
1: Here's yeah. the best part of this. It is the cut to Bert watching yes. and mouthing along. yeah like he's heard Kurt do this song a million times, or yes. at least listen to it in the living room. And you're just like, see, you know, they're they father and son. They they like each other's interests. Yeah, it's great. He's proud of he's proud of his boy.
4: There's. There's like five believable relationships on this show. Number one yeah. is obviously Kurt and his dad. Yeah. Number two, I'm gonna say is Blaine and Sam are friends and you believe that they are friends. Yeah, right. But right. I don't yeah. really believe Kurt and Rachel are friends. And I'm gonna no. say three, I'm not, I am not gonna say I believe Finchel is like endgame destiny. I believe Finchel could be your hot mess high school relationship. Yeah.
1: They're yeah. the ones you talk about like with your group chat.
3: Yes. Yeah like
1: ten years you check later. In. Right, yeah. that comes yeah. up like
3: once every six months and you're like, hey, remember that? But yeah. like, I but believe- like, I've, been
1: on, I've been on their Instagram and guess what, yeah.
4: Yeah, I believe they had strong feelings for each other, especially with like the the, the performance in the tribute episode that yeah. Michelle child gives. That's it's her. like, I buy that relationship. Um, Both, I mean, out of show, but like in mm-hmm. show, like that they had strong feelings. But a lot of the others, it's like, Curtin- mm-hmm. Curtain, blame, mm, hot take. I don't know if I fully like. I like Britannia as a concept. I think those actors loved each other and had fun together. Yes, so I like but... believe believe
2: yeah.
3: Mm, enough. Yeah, you know, yeah. And w- with that, a-, a relationship that I wish we had gotten more of, that I think I I would have believed, is Kurt and Finn as brothers.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I, I don't think they spent enough time on that. I never did. And yeah. there was growth with those characters, but the we'd... wedding
4: episode. Right. Mm-hmm. That was really sweet. There's then... complexity to them. There was.
2: Yeah. That needed...
4: They gave you stuff to work through to believe their relationship. So, like, Kurt and Rachel just have like a cycle of being friends and fucking each other over. Yeah. And so it doesn't really, it's not like, oh, this is rough and it gets better. It sort of has that.
3: But it gets too cyclical. It's like we believe that they're best friends because they keep on telling us they're best friends. Yes. Exactly, yeah. and the fact
1: that they have to keep saying it, yeah, that means they're, they're best, never
4: best friends. They're never there for each other unprompted. They're only there for each other if something happens, or like they've already fucked up first. They right. never just insta yeah. there for each other the way like a Sam and Blaine are. Even though yeah. it's, a fair, it's a fairly tertiary friendship to the show overall, but still like you believe that they read our word fan fiction together (laughs) yeah you know yeah
0: i wouldn't question it well blaine reads it to sam
3: yeah yeah (laughs) i don't know if sam's literate i was just gonna say can (laughs) sam read unclear unclear don't know um but yeah that's the episode literacy and glee yeah Yeah. important (laughs) um
1: bash (laughs) bash Bash.
3: what a bash
1: it was something um (laughs) Well, there was certainly music in it, though, so we can chat about that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It is your task to purchase one of these songs with your real human money and put it onto your music (laughs) listening device of 2014. Um, Here's your choices. You have No One Is Alone. uh, You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman. uh, Broadway Baby, Not While I'm Around. Maybe Colorblind. Unclear if that was actually released as a single, single, but we'll include it.
0: And I'm Still Here. Mm. Mm. i'm going natural woman because it's so good the runs and it's it is i listen to it now what uh 10 years later ouch um but it's still like i would listen to this i think amber riley is probably one of the only voices on glee that if i heard it i wouldn't immediately like be like oh glee i would be like oh and then i'd be like oh Oh, you know, because yeah. her voice, <laughs> it it kind of it separates from the show enough. Like I hear Leah Michelle, that's all I can think. I hear poor Darren, Chris. All I can think about is Glee, even though he's done other stuff. He's you done know? So much other stuff, and it's still he's still the Glee boy. And that's yeah. not his fault because he's done a lot of really different stuff too. But yeah, I think Amber Riley is the one that like, 2014, 2024, Take it and sure
4: love done. it. Yeah, Colin. Okay, is this me in 2014 or is this me in 2024?
0: I did both. I guess it's so.
1: Yeah, I guess. So Yeah. in
4: 2014, I probably would have done No One Is Alone because mm-hmm. I liked Into the Woods, but then Broadway Baby is a better musical theater rendition because I was mm-hmm. definitely much more in my theater kid era. I think now I would probably do Colorblind just because mm-hmm. I liked the color imagery. And it, again, it's Amber. And, Riley, yeah yeah and it's just like that's a, like a fun not fun like fun but like it's just like an interesting song to listen to with a great vocal it's definitely fresh mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah
4: and yeah. i wonder if amber never i mean she has like a drama desk award she, i said i wonder if her career never took off because she was on glee but i i think that's unfair to say i think her career has taken off but
3: I just, I, yeah. I think she's just very out. much done her thing. Like she, yeah. she didn't do like the spotlight route.
4: Yeah, and I feel like yeah. she could have if she wanted to, or if she maybe she wasn't right. like because she is just so talented.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Karina, uh, I have to go with Natural Woman. It's it's just it bangs. It's good. I would be happy to hear it coming up on shuffle on any given day.
3: Could you imagine if I was just like, I'm going to go with the eight bars of not while I'm around? Um, I would,
1: I would laugh, but I would also be like, fair enough.
3: Um, no, I am going to go with natural woman, even though I think uh, colorblind is also a correct answer. I, if anyone can even be in the same ballpark as Aretha Franklin and Carol King, it's fucking Amber Riley. Yeah. 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 A Lawrence Olivier Award winner. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, All right, so part two of our little quiz, um, its a, and it, it is in itself a two-parter. So y'all have seen Glee, so you know better than I would. Is there mm-hmm. a song, artist, album, musical, or musical entity that you would have loved to have seen Glee do that they couldn't or didn't? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what my past answers have been.
0: Uh-huh. Shania Twain. Shania Twain yeah. deserved an episode. Never, Twain. They never did a single Shania Twain song.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: I think I talked about in our Glee Boot episode. Yeah, that I was like, there would be a Shania, at least one Shania song, but there would be a Shania tribute. And I don't remember anything about it, but I just, it would happen. Shania Twain.
4: I think that Don't Impress Me Much was dismayed to be like a Glee cover. As yeah. the girls go around and they like, push the boys, you know, like, Sam thinks he's Brad Pitt, Finn loves his car, you yeah. know. Uh, Blaine or Mike thinks they're Artie, Artie thinks he's a rocket scientist, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> and I'm imagining Santana, just the close-up of Santana's, like, lower half of her face saying, let's go, girls. Yes.
0: Like, yeah. Uh,
4: yeah. Iconic. Yeah. That song existed, but she came in to sing Nutbush City Limits.
0: Come on. Oh, you, you, know did, Colin, you know kill what? Helen, you don't have just son? done?
4: <laughs> yes. It, it, yes. You
0: put that in my brain, and I'm going to be hearing that. Her and what? She's in, like, a Louisville yeah. outfit. Her yeah, there's going right. to
4: a traffic cheerleader number.
0: Nutbush, city limit.
4: They call
2: it Nutbush. Uh. Uh,
4: okay, yeah, I think I mean it's Shania Twain. I'm sure I've probably talked about Carly Rae Jepsen. That they sh- yes, he did. She needed a tribute more. episode. I'm sure they definitely needed to have done more Taylor Swift. or I think it's something I haven't said before um, that I feel like I've I think all the time. Oh, this would have been interesting. I mean, before this podcast started, once I texted Hannah. I just realized they never did party in the USA on Glee. Which right.
1: Is wild, right? Yeah. Like, well, it's like can
4: here Darren singing it.
1: Yeah. yeah.
4: Yes. Damn. Yeah. They never did party in the USA, uh, which is a shame. And I'm sure I can think of one other thing that Glee should definitely have done. I'm like looking around my room, like, what uh-huh. is it's like I know. Um, i probably put it in the yeah, those those are probably my top things that Glee should have done. Um, I can't believe Finn never sang a Chris Daughtry song. I guess. A oh,
3: that. that would have been sick.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's what he deserves. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. Man, and maybe no. some Goo Goo dolls. Yeah.
4: Mm. Because they, when I'm still here, is also this Goo Goo doll song in the movie Treasure Planet. Naturally. Okay. No, yeah. Yeah. And it's, I don't know if that made me, that one's a good song. Just a, yeah, a Goo Goo. Get a Goo a Goo Doll song. And the fact that Lydia Gaga had to share a tribute episode.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that is. Yeah.
3: I, I now want us to just do an episode of our ideas of like tribute episode podcasts because I got on some sort of whatever the opposite of a genius rant is and wrote a whole episode of 2020 COVID. Episode of Glee that's "Fetch the Bolt Cutters" by Fiona Apple.
0: Oh, nice!
3: Thank you. It's Glee doesn't deserve it, but I thought of it anyway.
0: Yeah, you know what? That that's for you. That's literally just for me. That is is literally only
3: for me and for no one else.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean,
4: you can check out our finale part two, where I do a full season pitch of the Glee boot with songs, who's singing them, the storylines that are going on.
0: There's a literal pitch deck. I don't even know. I don't think we recorded video. We may have video for that. Maybe we should publish the video. I don't
4: think we we did video for the pitch
3: deck, but I also I think if
4: Glee was going on now, Kurt should do David Archuleta.
3: Yes.
2: Mm -hmm. Yes.
3: Now, opposite question: Is there an artist, song, album, musical entity, whatever that you are happy Glee could not touch or did not touch?
0: Oh gosh. Um. Wop, Thank
3: yeah. God. Everyone says wop,
0: uh, oh, like but rightfully it's true.
4: so. It's true.
0: Literally anything, Megan Thee Stallion, like because they did um, what Nicki Minaj song was that that they completely butchered? Uh, well, every people, time uh,
3: <laughs> Starships. Starships, higher Starships. than
0: any, any other. Them. Like no, like get so out of here with that. Anything post like that album, Nicki Minaj. I'm so glad they didn't get there. Oh God.
4: I'm going to say uh, Toxic Gossip Train.
1: Oh, my God. They would have t- <laughs> tried.
4: They would have named an episode. It would have been Toxic Gossip Train. They would have done train songs, Drops of Jupiter. They would have done a couple of train songs, And they probably would have done uh, <laughs> uh, Trisha Paytas, I Love You, Jesus. They would have done, like, the theme would be like I can't believe Trisha Paytas
1: wasn't on Glee. <laughs> Truly. She was everywhere. You'd think yeah. she would have. Weaseled her way on. I
4: think they uh, would have done Addison... Well, Addison Ray is not cancelled, only to me. Uh, but they they could have done the Addison Ray song. They could have done... Uh, James Charles, I think, just released a new song. But they could have done New Rules by Dua Lipa because he sings it all the time. Which is... Glee would have done an interesting Dua Lipa episode. They would have done
3: so yeah, much Dua Lipa.
1: Yeah. yeah. Here's another thing. This is obviously... I don't get, always get answer to answer the question because I live here. But the Glee... Cover of I'm Just Ken would have not been something I wanted to see. No, I they know, know they done. would have done it. That
3: would have been a tragedy. I yeah. would yeah. want to see Dance of the Night.
1: Yeah, sure. sure. that's what I yeah. think of it. I was like, ooh, Dua Lipa. Oh wait. <laughs> yeah. They would have made a little leap and made someone yeah. sing I'm Just Ken. Maybe the, the, Sam.
4: Probably Sam. But see, here's the twist. They should have had the boys sing Dance of the Night. And the yeah. girls thing, I'm just Ken. That
3: would have made it considerably more tolerable. Yeah. Yeah. I think that even maybe work. doing maybe they're learning I don't about know. drag. I don't I'm, know. I'm
0: I'm being transferred back to girls just wanna have fun. And mm-hmm. just the evil thoughts I had about that and how it was them mansplaining what it is to be a girl.
4: Oh, true. And true. so that's- Where Finn doesn't that learn that. anything and Santana has to apologize to him.
0: Yeah, yeah, so like, that's why I'm like, I'm getting to that, you know, the Madonna episode. <laughs> you know, I'm getting to how they would take these interesting ideas and go, nope, we're going to ruin song oh. they make it wrong i don't know yeah.
4: about that yeah i that just still pisses me off and i'm a i i'm someone who likes finn i know yeah. he's a popular character to hate i do like him i think
3: he's a fucking idiot I, but like look i'm with you there like I, I love finn and we have also just roasted him so much over the past yeah. three years He'd and it's because
4: also mind. the show doesn't let people grow. And it's like Right. He, I and he just stop. I could talk about this forever. <laughs> of course. You no, know,
0: where I'm getting the anger that Cullen never showed on Glee Boot. So I'm loving this. Because
2: <laughs> I think I feel Cullen it... tried to
0: keep our show together because like there has to be some positivity. And that was Cullen, because Alyssa yeah. and I were like yeah it
4: was like season one and they're like oh i don't like guys guys you got it someone has to show up for
1: glee here on this <laughs> yeah.
3: show someone has to be the cheerio
4: i was yep. the last one to still like rachel i was the last one to root for finchel um yeah and i honestly glee probably would be in one of my top 10 favorite shows at this point i think i've devoted enough time to it it's like it's you
2: have it's a stockholm always,
3: syndrome about it yeah i feel like it's it's
4: part of the reason we did gleibu i mean it's just such an interesting show yeah. oh, and yeah. nothing has been like it before or will be like it after like they've yeah. tried and like like rise zoe's extraordinary extraordinary playlist high school musical the musical the series which i mean i watched zoe's i watched uh high school musical, uh and i like both those shows a lot um very different in many ways but like Nothing will ever be what Glee was, no, it's, it's such true. its own
3: thing, and it's, yeah. it's
4: the Obama era, it's TV yeah. right before we streaming gets big, right as streaming gets big, yeah, you know, like the 22 episode seasons, so like
1: things on iTunes, so
4: like so cursed in its own right, cursed yeah. In its own, yeah, so many, just so many interesting things, and the only show after it. Like this was part. The teen drama is changing. Like I think, like Riverdale was kind of the last of the initial species because, like, it went on forever and got insane, right? And now it's like these shows are like more like eight, ten episodes. Like they don't have time for like filler. of What if we just did Kurt getting a uh, homophobe attacked? You know, like yeah.
1: which shouldn't be filler, but there you go. Yeah, exactly. That. That, that's yo, that's, that's the thing I feel like that rightfully
3: brings us all the way back around. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so much for being on this episode. Um, it is such a thrill to have you guys back on the mm-hmm. pod. So um, happy to be back in the universe, and thank you for asking us. Yeah. Oh my God! Of course. And um, where would you like to be found on the social medias and things? And uh, where? What would you like to plug?
0: Yeah. So, uh, like we mentioned earlier, uh, February we're doing Supernatural Romance Month. After that, we're doing Cinderella. So you want to hear Ooh. lots about uh, Twilight Cinderella. Lisa Frankenstein. We are not my fantasy podcast. You can find us on YouTube. You can watch our faces, uh, and then also we're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and yeah, Instagram, TikTok at Not my Pod.
4: And if you want a completed, retired Glee podcast, what uh, that is, considerably, I'm always impressed by Ian and Karina's ability to keep on top of the episode. Uh, I think. Listening back, I'm like, wow! Some of these talk about the episode, guys. Talk about the episode. (laughs) Uh, But if we, I'm very proud of our show. We covered the entire series, some bonus episodes, and uh, our
0: our our whole ballot. We did the Gleekies. yeah, Yeah. the Oscars, which you guys were featured in. Yes. Like, so if you want to hear just like the summary after you get through with this show, like it's. We're so proud of it. So yeah, yeah you want to hear us ramble on about it?
4: There's t- we, there's hours of Glee content that mm-hmm. we have made, and also it's if you're really into like niche like character arcs going on in the backdrop, we go through a lot of personal changes. I was a straight man when Glee Boot started, and then I was a gay married by the end. You know, so yeah. it's like you can How see. How did us you guys start? 2019,
0: uh, right before the pandemic, July right, but- 2019.
4: We're pre pandemic. Wow. We experienced
0: our first earthquakes together on that weekend. Yeah. In LA. And then I was in Florida. And then I moved to Indiana. Like, yeah, you know, it's
4: moves, changes, character. COVID. Y'all lived lifetimes. Yeah, yeah. truly. Learning Glee was there. Other Glee. podcasts to be. I realized it was very late in Glee Boot when other Glee podcasts were coming on. Where it was like just our friends. It's like just how we got through COVID. Yeah, you know, it's just a whole journey. Uh, so if you're on YouTube, it's the entire Glerney. Um, but you can find us Glee Boot and uh, on all your social podcast apps and we Pod on Instagram and I guess TikTok.
0: Yeah, we have some TikToks up there, I think. Yeah.
4: Amazing. You want to see me with, like, facial hair and pandemic hair. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nice.
3: Uh Our show is at Glee Aggressive uh, on all the social medias. Uh, Gleeaggressive at gmail.com. Uh, what should they write in about this week, Karina?
1: Who do you think is Whoopi Goldberg's spouse in the Glee universe?
2: Mm.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> That's I, I was going know. insane.
3: Amazing. Ooh. I think it's like, I think it's a director. I think it's like just a very low key, but very like renowned Broadway director.
1: Mm, classy.
3: Mm, yeah. Very classy. Like their Upper West Side apartment is just like pristine mm, at all times. Just full of Tonys. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and where can people find you, Karina?
1: You can find me at the same handle on both Blue Sky and TikTok, not that you might find much content there, uh, which is epic adventure of
3: and you can find me on all the social media's at ibrowski um uh yeah i got some stuff coming up that'll be cool. i should put that on my website i need I'll, i will update my website and um, you can so find so people out can about go stuff. look at it So people <laughs> can go look at it thank you
1: well thank you all again for joining us colin Hannah. Mm-hmm. thank you yeah. specifically uh you can all join us next week we will be talking about season 5 episode 16 it's called tested and it, um, is, it
4: tested me. It it's going to be a time. It was nominated in the Glee Keys for worst episode of the series, I believe.
1: So, yeah. with all that being said, Ian, does this episode of Glee make you want to watch that next episode of Glee? No. You know, I can't imagine why. Mm-hmm. Glee. Aggressive.
2: Glee. Glee. Aggressive. Glee. Aggressive. Glee. Glee. Aggressive.